Hello beautiful people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films, whether you're a first time listener or a long time listener, like I state every week, it is greatly appreciated and I thank you so much for your constant support. The film of the summer has finally arrived in cinemas with heaps of pink, amazing sets and costume design and a good amount of fun whilst also incorporating serious themes within Barbie, directed by Greta Gerwig, starring Margot Robbie as the the title character and Ryan Gosling as Ken with a whole lot of great supporting actors that really aid and contribute well to the film. Obviously, Barbie and Oppenheimer has been seen as a huge event for cinema goers and for film enthusiasts, which is really, really lovely to see. Now, I will jump to the film, obviously, in a second, but this whole Barbenheimer thing has been just so much fun. I have loved every meme, every alternate poster, and just the excitement of people who have been, you know, waiting and counting down for the release date to arrive to just go and check out these films. Like, for me, I've just loved the excitement and the hype that everyone has had of actually going out to the cinema it's really brought so many people out to see these two films drop and i've been all for it basically i i i also love the sheer amount of pink as well that's been worn it is such such a joy there's been some amazing outfits of people splitting suits for Oppenheimer themed and barbie themed there was also this girl who was like made this amazing outfit that i caught on uh, i think it was twitter it got shared and it may have come from tiktok or whatever but she had this like dark and moody side to this outfit and then she opened it up and out came this amazing pink outfit and it's really really tremendous work it's been excellent and i have been excited for both of these films to drop as you couldn't get two completely different films dropping at the same time the last time this happened was in 2008 where the dark knight and mamma mia dropped on the very same day so maybe nolan's got a thing there going on but one last thing to mention before i do jump to talk about the film is of course that we have to acknowledge the current writers and actors strikes that are happening as we speak this is the first time in around 60 years i believe that actors and writers have come together to strike and if it wasn't for the incredible team of writers and performers we wouldn't be having all these amazing films coming out in cinemas so obviously i stand and support the strikes and i hope that a positive solution and outcome is brought in and finally obviously this podcast is available on apple spotify and google podcasts as to rss.com jump onto facebook as well and instagram search your blogs about films to find the social pages give us a like and a follow that would be awesome if you want to chit chat just hit us up drop a message whatever we'll talk about films until the cows come home but please leave a review as well that'd be absolutely amazing if you can do on spotify and apple or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast through that too would be absolutely glorious so thank you again for your support with all that being said, let's get back to the fun and let's talk Barbie. Barbie's perfect life is thrown into chaos when she starts having intrusive thoughts about death. Desperate to restore order, she embarks on a mission into the real world to connect with the human that plays with her. This was not the film I was expecting. Let's get that straight out of the way. This was not the film I was expecting. It's certainly not a kid's film. And to be honest, I wasn't going in with any real expectations other than what we'd seen in the marketing for the film. Which, by the way, the marketing team at Warner Brothers have really nailed it with this film. I mean, to be fair, you can't really go wrong with marketing Barbie, but still, they have done a very, very top job. But in terms of not what I was expecting to air quote, it was more to do with the subject matter at hand, or rather, you know, the message and themes within there that are a real focus and vocal point. We'll come to the execution and, you know, the performances in just a tick, but this film really hammers home the fact that even though times have changed and we are moving forward for equality between men and women, there's still a lot of work to do. Yes, things are better now than they were like 15 whatever years ago, 15 plus years ago, but there's lessons in this film that we can take away and try to make ourselves better. And that's right, man, I am talking to you, to us, to all of us, you know? The film brings Barbie into the real world where she thinks it's going to be wondrous and she'll see the good that she's done for the real world, when in reality, 
That is not exactly true. There's an argument of for and against, which I really liked that shape and side of the film, as well as the crisis that Barbie has, you know, realising this. And I don't think the film necessarily overdid it with these themes of it being a, you know, a man's world, this and that, that Barbie is in. I mean, it's a Barbie film, for goodness sake. Like, if you're going in not thinking that these themes were going to be discussed, then I hate to break it to you, but you are simply an idiot. And and also, if, you, if you're coming away from this film offended by the voice it has about equality, about how women are treated, then you probably need to look in the mirror because you're basically part of the problem. If you want to be a silly penis like Piers Morgan, go for it. But anyone coming away from this film offended, yeah, yeah, really needs to have a look at themselves. There's a really excellent speech in the film from America Ferreira towards towards the end, sorry, of the film, which is perfectly delivered and well-written, which lays it all out for how women are treated in the real world. Like, she exclaims, you have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. This, like all of this monologue that she she reels off, and America Ferrera, it's fantastic to see her again on the big screen, but this was such, such a strong moment of the film and one that really emphasised how difficult it is for women to feel that they're good enough, especially nowadays where it's filters this and influences that and reality TV shows where gorgeous people are dumped on some form of vanity project causing such insecurities that you're made to feel that you're not perfect. The film pretty much is trying to tell everyone that you are perfect as you are and I think that is such a powerful move and one that I think the film handled super, super well. I did think that they managed to capture all of that serious tone whilst also poking fun too. This is where Greta Gerwig's writing really stands out for me, I felt. As as I stated, this wasn't at all what I was expecting from the film, but it's one that I think is extremely important given how life is today, as we've just touched upon. Also, it's just extremely sad seeing some of the reviews coming out saying it's attack on men, blah, blah, blah. I've already said earlier that if you're coming away offended, then you know, you're know you part of the problem. And some people need to realise that being a feminist doesn't mean you have to be female. If you stand for equality between men and women, you're a feminist, end of, you know? But with all that being said regarding the powerful messaging that is driven home that I thought worked extremely well, the standouts for the film are, of course, course the leads margot robbie is absolutely fantastic as the stereotypical barbie i enjoy pretty much every scene of hers throughout this film in particular those within barbie land which again gordon bennett it looked excellent did barbie land i felt margot robbie delivered so much emotion at times as well that she genuinely gave off the sense of that doll of a doll i should say discovering what feelings and emotions are like I enjoyed a lot of themes revolving this within the real world and how Barbie is objectified as soon as she enters it and she's feeling a certain way about it, which isn't nice. And Ken is obviously experiencing a completely different side of it altogether. You know, he's he's seen that being a man is cool in the real world, which then sends him on a certain path, which I will come to. But Barbie's really put through so much thought and understanding that not everything is, is as wonderful as she was expecting and that not everyone does, in fact, like her for the impact she's had on society as a whole. I think my favourite moment was a, a very small one between Barbie, um, who's already quite emotional from these new feelings, and she's with an old lady sat on a bench, the two of them just sat on a bench, and Barbie just turns to her, having never seen an old lady before, and just says... You're so beautiful, which uh, such, such a touching moment and one that I thought, again, the film just did a, a perfect job with its delivery, handling it super, super well. I would say that there weren't all that many moments I enjoyed once they were in the real world, sadly. that That's where probably my negatives do come in, as I don't think they got the balance right at times. It was quite jarring. And I think that was down to the Mattel Corporation side of things, as everything felt like the real world. But then when Mattel come into it, it felt like we were still within Barbie land and it was just a little off, just just, just quite often. Will Ferrell too was not good in this film. 
I didn't like his character at all. I felt, if anything, you could have had a CEO figure in the film, just have the one scene maybe, and then, you know, that's it, and then not have him constantly trying to capture Barbie, this, that, and the other. It just felt like they were unnecessarily in the film and that they were quite needless scenes, a lot of his. And that's the thing as well, there is a lot going off in this film. Like, some things do feel quite rushed, or at times just quite overbearing with the amount of plots and subplots that's in Barbie. We have, obviously, Barbie's storyline and everything regarding that. Ken's storyline and everything with him, which I'll come to. Will Ferrell's side of the story, which I've already said, not the biggest fan of. And then on top of all of that, you've got this mother-daughter dynamic that comes in from America Ferreira, which I did enjoy and wish we had a little bit more of that. Maybe cut out the Will Ferrell scenes and just leave the rest, and that would have done for me, you know? I very much did enjoy seeing the back and forth between Ferreira and her daughter, who clearly is going through a bit of a tricky patch, you know, going through that age and such, where just a bit of a, you know, moody teenager, this and that. But all of that, it, it worked well with Barbie's story, why she's coming into the real world. And again, these two characters, when they end up in Barbie Land, that too is so, so much fun. And when it comes to Barbie Land, Honestly, my goodness, I, I I briefly mentioned it earlier, but I I love these moments. Like the set design were just ace. They really created that plastic world feel to it. Um, everything was pink and chic and looked as fake as it could be, and just felt Barbie like. Just felt you know, I could say plastic. Um, I can see potential Oscar nominations for the costumes and everything as, again, some really cool ones and nice nods to previous Barbie outfits and characters. But Barbie Land was executed to perfection. My, my wife was actually telling me as well that a lot of Chanel was used for the film, so you may see a certain amount of Chanel here and there. But uh, hey, if it's pink, it fits. And the link between the real world and Barbie Land is to quite a cool one, and, and one it's very easy to digest, very easy to understand, nothing fancy or overcomplicated. And I like the idea of each Barbie in Barbie Land having its own owner. And depending on how you're played with, that will depend on what happens to you in Barbie Land. There's Weird Barbie in the film that's played by Kate McKinnon, who I've seen great praise for, and she deserves it too. She's like one that explains and breaks everything down for Barbie, and is just a, just a real bright spark, to be honest with you, on screen. But because her own is quite quite rough with the toy weird barbie has got like a hair all messy you know crayon whatever in her face her hair's been cut to whatever you know it's just really really fantastic and in addition to this regarding the owners of these dolls the way they're handled too will determine how they either you know float down from their penthouse or whether they just drop all this again like i say executed to perfection i cannot stress enough to how much fun these scenes were in barbie land but the other absolute standout in this film is, of course, Ryan Gosling as Ken. He is, my gosh, a comedy genius. He doesn't get to play these silly comedic roles all that often, but by goodness, does he shine when, he is, when he's given these roles. I would certainly love to see Ryan Gosling in more funny roles, as his delivery and timing is absolutely spot on. And I enjoyed the back and forth he had with Simu Lau's Ken, you know, as they're both fighting for Barbie's affection. Highly entertaining. And with Ken, the film brings in the message surrounding toxic masculinity. It really brings in the damage that toxic masculinity has on men and that, you know, they don't have to be what society expects of them. Ken enters the real world, thinks that he's been doing, you know, a man being a guy all wrong, and so takes all the worst elements and traits of the patriarchy and brings it back to Barbieland, trying to show the other Kens how they, to air quote, should be. This again is where additional humour and fun poking comes in, as we all know a Ken. Like, we, we genuinely know a Ken, they'll be at the gym or wherever, this and that. Like, we know a Ken thinking they're, you know, too manly to get upset or cry or whatever else. And the film shines a light on it and says, no that's not right and you too you are enough as you are you don't have to pretend to be macho or whatever just be you if you need to cry 
cry away. And my final point on Ken, I would say, is that he has an absolutely outstanding musical number. There's a lot of great musical numbers in the film, but for me personally, the track I'm Just Ken, I think it was called, um, that was my favourite. That was, without a shadow of a doubt, my favourite you know, segment of the film. The dance choreographed to excellence again, and I will certainly be adding that track to my car playlist if I haven't already. So, But overall... This is a solid one, a very solid film. I wasn't expecting to be much of a fan, if I'm being honest. Not not that I was going in with low expectations, but I just enjoyed the tone of the film, the fun side of it, the serious side of it. There's some extremely beautiful and touching moments as well, uh, and some really cool gags. Um, Helen Mirren's narrator gets the best line of the film. I'm sure you'll know it when you when you see it, or if you've seen it and you know what I'm talking about, but seriously, that line that she delivers towards the end just beats every other line of the film, and I was like howling in the cinema. I also absolutely love as well the nod to Stanley Kubrick's 2001 The Space Odyssey at the start because if anyone if you're gonna if you're gonna spoof that then you're already gonna be like up there already for me like I'm gonna be engaged from the get go so really really great stuff and like in spite of all the you know the the, the kind of negatives in there I, I definitely will be recommending this film for people to check out it's so much fun um, but with that being said I'm gonna give this a seven out of ten it is a solid seven out of ten that is as well a few things you know a few things in there that just bring it down overall but you know there's so many important messages there that we can all take something away from it let me know your thoughts though on Barbie I would love to know and have a chit chat about it when you've seen it let me know what you think who was your favourite Ken who was your favourite Barbie this and that what was your favourite song just get in touch that'd be awesome thank you as always for your support as I said at the start of the pod please leave us a review all that on Spotify Apple and Google just give us a like as well on Facebook and Instagram top notch I would love you dearly but until the next episode thank you so much for listening take care <laughs>